Hello and welcome to another episode of the World Class Agency Podcast. This week's episode is very different to anything that we've done before. Earlier this week, Sam and I went down to Birmingham um, to join the guys from the Estate Agency Podcast to do a Facebook Live and we were facing the questions to, to start the episode on what World Class Estate Agency looks like to us. Um, so just want to say a massive thank you to the guys at the Estate Agents Podcast for, for um, having us on in this little joint venture. So thanks Andy Overman, Luke St. Clair and Stephen brown um, for that and for also um just discussing estate agency um over dinner and a couple of drinks and massive thank you as well to sean adams for for joining us on the podcast it's a little bit different this week we hope you enjoy it and we'll look forward to hearing your comments on social media hello and welcome to episode 59 of the estate agents podcast incorporated with world-class agency podcast and our special guest tonight Sam Hunter and Mark Worrell. Good Thanks. evening, guys. Thanks for having us. And Sean Adams, obviously. Can't yeah. forget Sean. Didn't Sean. get the Christmas card. Special but... guest, yeah. No Buddy Christmas the Elf. Card. Buddy yeah. the Elf yeah. makes a second appearance. So I've got a question for you two. Okay. <sighs> I thought we didn't have a script. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like to throw everything in. Yeah, go on. So what does world-class estate agency mean to you? Oh, are we kicking off with that question? Yes. Um, we always should, we, I thought we were going to close with that no, question. No, we're going to do it very differently tonight. So get you thinking. What's world-class I mean, mean to you? We talk about this every single week. Genuinely, yeah. I feel like people are going to be sick of us repeating ourselves. But uh, for me, it's doing the little things right every single week. Uh, if you want to get rich... Do the little things well. Uh, if you want to be successful, if you want to be known, if you want people to refer you, do the little things well. That's world class. Doesn't matter if you're an estate agent or if you're a barista making a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, every little touch point along the way matters. Um, and if you just think it's about selling a property, if you think it's about letting a property, or if it's about getting an instruction, then you are probably doing ten percent of the work. And it's about what we're talking about in the bar, calling people every day, even if nothing's happening, and telling them that nothing's happened, because that's how you're going to be able to get the right pricing strategy in the future. You know, uh, did I take your answer? Yeah, no, I was going to say. I was going to say. I think people look for the silver bullet, don't they? But mm. um, what is clear is consistency. It's probably that that silver bullet. It's not one thing. It's you know. 101% that we, we talk about um, and it's making sure that you do it consistently over and over again it's not a piece of tech that's suddenly going to transform your business, this is a people business, if we can put great tech in with that then fantastic but actually the most important thing for any estate agency to go world class for me is consistency. Okay, Sean what's world class mean to you? Well class estate agency is that for the estate agency or for the clients? Because it's not the same you're talking about being consistent, but it's got to be all about the clients, isn't it? You'd be consistent for your clients. Well, for yeah, me, yeah, I, yeah. I think you can be consistent to yourself. I think you can be consistent to your brand. I think you can be consistent to your clients. And I think you can also be consistent to your future clients mm. or your, 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 you know, the, the clients that you're, you're looking to prospect. Um, for me, consistency starts and ends with exactly that consistency um what do you do well and, and i think look we're, we're coming to now i think it's fair to say a pivotal time of year we're all meeting together we're having a, a 
few drinks for Christmas and we're planning ahead for 2020. A few? <laughs> maybe, maybe a few. It's like six o'clock, you have the whole bar. I don't know <laughs> You can take the kid out of Norfolk, you can't take Norfolk out of the kid. Um, not so much the kid anymore. Um, look, for me, consistency starts and ends with consistency. And... You know, it's it's no more complex than that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what 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 does the client expect? So what's a what's a dream uh, transaction for the client? Best um, possible price. Yeah, exactly. Uh, least stress. Yeah. Shortest possible time. Yeah. Um, with communication. As, communication. Uh, exceptional communication at every day, and I think that's a point. That, that, those uh, that's four things. Is it price, time? Communication, stress. Are they so the does four the, most the, important But things? does the communication, is the communication not built into the stress? So Probably, all yeah. of that communication decreases any, any stress. Can I just ask on, on that? Do you think the quickest time is that most important thing to the client? Because everyone's surely sold a property within 24 hours and then the client thinks, was oh, that yeah. the right price? Oh, you've undersold it. So well, I haven't started looking yet. So no, is that, is I, that, is that I price? Wouldn't suggest, I wouldn't suggest it time quickest time, time is no because it's a time frame to meet their the, needs yeah, so it's yeah. that time frame for the vendor because if they've got so I'll give you a prime example with one of our vendors at the moment who hasn't instructed us but has given that verbal go ahead where there's a new site being built and that's not going to be ready for about 18 months so that's their goal in 18 months they want to be in a position and that's then for us to manage mm. so when that then comes to market how it comes to market, do we pre-launch, do we go full marketing in order to get it, so to get it sold and, and to get it in, so it's the eventual outcome for not them. Not speed, but time scale, the right yeah, time yeah. scale. But what's yeah. the most important thing you've, you've gauged there in, in that 10 seconds of audio or video for Facebook Live? Well, it's, all, it's all about it's all the putting the customer in the same needs. 100%. I don't think we'll ever find people that don't want an honest agent the highest price and the fastest time but if you're world class or if you're even if you're worth half your fee you then <laughs> follow up and you say well what does fast mean to you Sean yeah you know Rob because... Brady has asked can Sam and Mark sing a song no they look like they're in the boys <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've just gone from a PG rating to an explicit 18. Yeah, that's okay. And, and we're live, so we can't. It's a world-class agent podcast. We swear on this thing every week. But an interesting conversation. Later, we'll we'll an interesting later. conversation I had with someone yesterday, who will remain nameless, but if they listen, listen or watch it, will know who they are. But they said they don't feel that, and I'm sure I've got it this way. They don't feel that any agent can achieve a high fee, and I quoted the words 2%, and there's no agents achieving that, um, and how we model ourselves on the Australian model, but the Australian model, you get high fees, obviously not all, no, not all the time. Not all the time. When, when we went in to see different Australian agents, some of them aren't getting 2%. Yeah. We're, and we only saw the top ones. And we only saw the top ones. There's plenty that are getting one Look, to I'll, one I'll and a half. I'll say one thing about this 2% argument. If you're a shit agent and you walk in and you do the same thing that you've done week in, week out for the and last 10 working. years and it's not working, <laughs> then you're never going to get 2%. Keep doing it. It's not going to work next year, is it? <laughs> no. So, Mark, I don't know what you charge. Okay, but I know, well, we've got, I, I, know, I know we've got three people around the table, so this year I know you've averaged 
We got an average this year of 1.92% okay. in a competitive market where we sold more, but our average fee, if I'm honest with you, our listeners, um, it, it dropped by 0.05%. And I'm gutted about that because I believe that's a, a failing on our part to demonstrate true value, true value to our customers. Okay. So um, compared to your competitors, um, what do they charge? Uh, we analyze the competitors, uh, every valuation we go on, every appointment that we follow up, we gauge the fee that was offered to try and procure the initial business. Um, and to our best reckoning, it's about 0.8% higher this year, and it's a massive difference. Okay, so Stephen. you're 0.8% higher than yeah. your nearest competitor. What's Which that? means that our nearest competitor would have to sell, um, we, we've sold this year 94 units, so our nearest competitor would have had to have sold probably 140, 145 units to be in the same financial that's position awesome. as we are. That's okay. awesome. So that's why I want to say, you know, why, so you talk about world class, mm. okay? So how come one agent in the same town is able to get 0.8% more? Well, I'll tell you that, Stephen, and the answer is, and Thank it's you. as factual as this, <laughs> I achieved two and a half, three thousand pounds more than my next best competitor for selling the same house. Okay. So your investment in me is what ends up in your pocket at the end of the transaction. So being world class, is you are paid to be a skilled negotiator. Yeah, it's part of that. It's, does it not start just by asking for it simply? So the reasoning is that you achieve it, so you can back it up with the higher price. Yeah, there has to be reason, ask, though, doesn't you, there? Yeah, of course there does. But the fact of the matter is that you're trained and skilled enough to actually ask for it from the outset. And you believe it. Like, we, we, we talk about this all the time. Well, it's, it's, mindset, it's, mindset, yeah, it's yeah. mindset. You've got to have that belief. You've got to have that mindset that it's achievable, and then you've got to look at the reasons how yeah. and demonstrate why you're yeah. worth that extra and I know we've been through a similar exercise when you demonstrate how much extra you're putting in someone's pocket against your, your competition so yes you're not slacking off your competition you're demonstrating why you should be chosen above anyone else so if you're putting thousands of pounds extra in someone's pocket why should someone not pay you extra for that what, what if you unpack it again and you say that I'm 1.92% or I'm 2% Sean or whatever you guys charge mark or whatever we charge and you say like this is what i'm promising and, and we teach this to people who use home search i did this in my own business and we used to give people a sheet that was just like our promises and it was we'll call you every day um the marketing that we do will be met at the bare minimum and australia's a bit different because vendors pay for marketing in australia so you can go as crazy or you can pull it in as much as you want but they have skin in the game like you do so that's a nice motivational tool but we will always we will always have photos professionally done, floor plans professionally done. Now, I can see the faces here. Everyone's like, well, we do that anyway. But there are agents in this country that are like, we'll throw on a move today. You don't even need a sign, you know? <laughs> and they whack up. They get their iPhones out, and away they go, and, oh, and don't worry about it. We're 0.89%. You know, don't that's, worry about going with that's world class, class obviously. Like, yeah, <laughs> but to be fair, but world class yeah, is... a really shit world. Yeah, world class is everything that we've spoken about. And, and interestingly, the second ever guest we have was like world-class agencies charging a high fee because you believe in what you're doing but you charge a high fee because you have non-negotiables that are controllable to you we spoke earlier about you can have a good day it's your choice it's your choice to be world-class you know the marking that you do the fact that every first sentence in all of your portal ads shouldn't be something like Stephen Brown is proud to, delighted to present I'm a real bugbear about uh, that fucking saying yeah. <laughs> but it should be 
young family is going to love the fact that you're walking distance to this Ofsted rated great outstanding school or something yeah. like that so that there's an emotional connection with the right buyer then and there because you don't want the investor looking for a deal even bothering to pick up the phone to you because you've got it on like this is the thing if you've got a, an actual pricing strategy you can be cheeky and you can go you can price to entice or you have the opportunity for two weeks to be cheeky on premium pricing and see what's happened. So long as you've had the conversation and it takes courage to have that conversation at the start to go through and say, right, we're gonna go here. You want here, I think it's here, let's go here. But the reality is if it doesn't happen, we're gonna be here in 10 days time. To be world-class. And this is what we're gonna do in the no, You've gotta have world-class team, world-class bosses, <sighs> yeah. world-class backup, world-class world class marketing, world-class training. training. Bosses yeah. fuck this whole industry, unfortunately. There, yeah. there, there, there are there, processes. Yeah. Yeah. So well, many good Sam, agents Sam, who leave. I, 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 I take that point because you're sat with four bosses. Some um, bosses, sorry, shall I say. Where, well, no, he's all right. Actually, look at him. Yeah, no, look, look, I look at Luke. Luke gets it. I look at Luke um, and Luke. Lovingly. I mean, lovingly, absolutely. <laughs> he's adoring me. Yeah, <laughs> genuinely not. You tell you I'm looking at that loft yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> I look at Luke. What floor is your room on? One, two, two. I don't know. Yeah. All I know is whilst we're sitting here, they're refilling the bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel a little bit like this. I'm archangel with the fucking oh. halo above my head. But no, seriously. Spot. Luke, I'm going to put you on the spot. And you're a man that doesn't, um, doesn't expect praise or recognition or uh, even thanks for what you do. Um, but... What you've brought to the podcast team, um, bringing us all together, and Stephen, the contribution. Yeah, but Stephen to the does group. all the technology side of things. St- Steve, Stephen is Mr. Tech, yeah, and I'd be lost well, without him on a night like this. iPhone Plus. <laughs> this has been a re- but, revelation for me today. I've listened to the podcast for a while, but I didn't realise that Stephen brought, you know, yes. oh, no, the road all, all of this. Yeah. 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 He's got his pink He turned up his Tesla. Luke, in all Sorry. seriousness, I had a message. Um, we, we've got a private oh, WhatsApp group um, for the podcast. And... What's that? You, Am I in that? Well, we only see the ticks, and I think that's because you fucking scroll over it. You don't actually understand what's going on, but you do scroll through it occasionally. But Luke, you took your team um, for their Christmas meal. Yes. And I think one of your team... Christmas do. Yeah. Your, your Christmas do. Yeah. Uh, one of your team, you've on the night announced that yeah. they were going to Arec with you yeah. next year. Yeah. Nice. And this is something that I want to unpack for our listeners. No, no, but one so of his team proposed. Yeah. <laughs> on the night. I mean, how um, good a yeah. Christmas do is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a visitor. I'm not sure that he's anything to do with the state agency. Um, but, Maybe he is. Um, we can ask the man. Hello, sir. Uh. Good evening. Keep going, come yeah, on. Yeah, keep going. It's okay, we're just recording a live film. It's okay, come in, come in. That's all right. Say hello. Come in, say hello. Hello. Have you ever sold a house? It's a very happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Have you ever sold a house? No, I bought a few. You bought a few? Are you in your dream home? Um, I'm in a... Let me just give you a call. Let me just give you a call. Your dream lady counts. Have you got any other investments? If you're not in your dream home, give me a call. Mark, borrow that. If you're not in your dream house, do you have any other investments? No. 
no rented property. No. But you said you bought a few houses. So how long ago did you buy your last year? Actually, two years. Sorry, we should stop being rude. What was your name, sir? Jerry. Jerry. Merry Christmas, Jerry. Yeah, Merry Christmas. We're doing a live broadcast. We're estate agents uh, up and down the country that are looking to raise the standards in the industry. So, Jerry, you bought your last house 32 years ago. How many times have you heard from your estate agent that you've bought your house from, or, or the later versions, um, since you purchased your house. Do you hear from them regularly? I hear from one or two locally who are forever wanting to come and value the house just in case we want to sell it. You wouldn't okay. believe it, Jerry. And I say, well, I've been here 37 years and I'm going to be going out of here in a box. <laughs> and then did, they go away. Did Can you have a car? Jerry, Mark wants to say and how about unlocking some of that potential investment into purchasing an investment that might be uh, an additional investment for you with fact of appreciation on two homes? Is that something that you've ever considered? Um, I, my kids keep trying to get me to buy a uh, holiday home in the Algarve or something. Oh. That's about all. Well, I'm sorry. No, no intention of doing that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely not adverse to laws over there. But Jerry, um, Jerry, come, come in front of the camera. Jerry, come, come in front of the camera. Um, to Jerry and his family, we wish you a very merry Christmas. And to you. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Jerry. Um, so that there was uh, right, Jerry. So, so bringing it back. Yeah. <laughs> so you're questioning technique. Okay. <laughs> so Luke, exceptional. Mm, you know what, what you've done. Fantastic leadership. World class. You know. Obviously, we've just come back from San Francisco. You took two of your colleagues, um, who hopefully got a lot from it. Yeah. And one of them pro provided us with some entertainment <laughs> in Rado. He certainly did. Rado. He certainly did. It was a lot of fun. Imagine um, Andy and Rado together. Can, can, I ask, can I ask Luke, from a leadership perspective then, how does that motivate them before and after? Do they then bring things to the table that you maybe hadn't thought of? And how does that team dynamic work just by integrating an event like that into the business? So we, it helps to, to reinforce the message that I want to get across um, because <clears throat> someone like Troy Malcolm or... Tom Ferry or Tom Panos or Josh Vegan can explain it far better than what I can. They're, they're professionals at it. I just make a hash of it when I try to regurgitate the same thing. I think Sean said, this, said the same in the past. He'll try and implement ideas and then Stephen Brown comes in. It's like he's the messiah. And, uh, and cool, obviously. He's just a naughty boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's hearing it from a different source. Or... And sometimes it just helps with that reinforcement. Mm. Um, and Strange with the briefcase. With the Troy Malcolm event the, earlier this year, um, I said, oh, we can get what you're trying to do now with the videos or what yeah. you're trying to do with this. And we, so McGrath do their month in numbers. So we pinch that and we yeah. do our month in numbers because it helps colleagues understand 
So when a vendor says, well, it's not very busy, it's not the right time to sell, well, yeah, yes, it is. We, yeah. we were asked and trusted by 47 homeowners last month. We sold 41. We've got 99.1% of yeah. asking price, et cetera, et cetera. So those, those kind of things help reinforce where they can use them. Um, and but yes, it does, mo it does help motivate people, and, but it's also good to actually, uh, you spend more time at work than what you do at home. Um, and it's good to, to show to show that reward, even if it's so. We took a group down to A Masters, yeah. Mm. Um, and uh, six, seven of us went down to A Masters, and but they all work they all work hard, and it's good to, to show that appreciation. Yeah, absolutely. And I know we've got um, Matt Nickel watching at the moment, and I remember um, Matt bringing all his team in a minibus mm. to the Troy event last year, and one of the first things he got to them to do when he left in the minibus is they all had to do a video yeah. and in that video what their free learnings were yeah. um, and what they're going to implement. Um, so it's done straight, you know, it's done straight away, yeah. no missing. You, know. you need that checking as well though, don't you Stephen? You know, it's, you do the immediate implementation of what have you learned or what are you learning, but then as a manager or a business owner, you need to then assess what they've actually followed through over the next three months six months yeah and how is that manifesting in its figures what i really want to unpack with yourself though luke is um you've got a massive emphasis what did you say then under the line it's half six it's a kid's show sure oh, okay. um no you've got a massive emphasis on sharing that learning with your team mm. but I would also say I've watched a lot of what you've done on social media and you can't escape, obviously if we're connected on social media, you can't escape what you're doing on social media at the moment. You also have that expectation. Do you like the on Christmas your... tree in Obi? I love yeah. Obi's Christmas tree. I love the rainbow hospice. I love Sean dressing elf. up as Buddy yeah. the Elf. You know, it... The whole, the, auction after this, the, the whole thing yeah. is fucking amazing. And uh, Michelle Gallagher, you're still topping the rankings at eighty-five pounds for Sean's soiled ties. So yeah. she's signed eighty-five quid. Eighty-five yeah. quid. She was twenty-five last time. I, I know it's eighty-five. Four hundred. And they say there's the face cream. I know, and there's no money up north, <laughs> is there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 What, what are you saying about Michelle's yeah. face? It's just eighty-five. No, what I really, so. really yeah. want to understand from you, Luke, is missing you, Michelle. You take your staff on a journey with you, but coupled with that is a level of expectation that when you do the Love Obi or the Grotto, I mean, Sean, I saw you pictured with six or seven members of Luke's staff at the weekend, and they give up that time. Colleagues. Colleagues. Team. I think that's important, yeah, actually. That's, that's a really that's important, important point, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you, You're there to work for them, not the yeah. other way around. And when you hear people talk about staff, yeah. I always think that, you know, language is so important in this that business, was, in any business. So that was Royston. So last November, so we, via Perry Power, friend of the show. Pez. Not friend only on the show, show yet. Pez, yeah. We need to get him on the show. We've got him first. All go show. show. Get your people to You speak got him people. first. Well, class <laughs> agency, PEA, Yeah, they were the warmer packs. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's but true. Um, We've not had him on yet. It's it's about that team culture, and when when I um, was uh, negotiating or whatever, I like to try and treat people how I would have liked to have been treated in terms of being a colleague. And if that's drinks after work or breakfast baps on a Friday, 
Um, Fat Friday. Every agency got to have Fat Friday. So, um, and if if it's drinks, drinks after work, drinks that drinks that the Christmas do. They, okay, we don't pay for partners, but we pay for all the colleagues to go. Um, if it's so we're bringing 20, I need to book some more tickets with you, but probably 26 people to, to the Troy Malcolm Masterclass um, because it's going to be, but everyone's going to, everyone's going to benefit, benefit yeah. from it. It's that pump, isn't it? That vibe you get in the but office. That's, no, oh, do you know what it is? Yeah. And it, we talk about it loads and it's a buzzword, but it is the culture. So that culture yeah. comes down right from the top yeah. you, and it's words. It's not one single thing, yeah. you know, it's the terminology that you use. Uh, but we have, but we have fun as well. And, and again, this is I always used to listen to the Richard Branson books, the audio books. So they were the, one of him and Duncan Bannatyne. They're the main books that I referred to, and the Richard Branson books have been a massive shaping in in how I want to run a business. So is this going to be our next guest on, um, you know, because there's world class agents podcasts and there's ours as well. I, I wonder when it was going to get competitive. <laughs> it's got to, it's, we've got to have that competition. Are we going to get Richard Branson next Indeed. year? Where, is, where actually there is a new podcast that's come out. And? From Simon Whale and David Mint. Yeah. Mintzy. Yeah. Do you know what? Mintzy. Mintzy and Simon Whale on a podcast. And the first comments are, we're gunning for you. We're gunning for you. Are they here? Mintz, Simon Whale. Good evening. We've got another guest this evening. Let's not do that. Let's park that. And I've heard they've had some very big hitters on the show so far. Or scheduled on the show. But I just couldn't do a podcast with a man wearing tights. I don't know. Do there you know what? Isn't he not? To be yeah. fair, well, how would you know? Yeah. What, 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 what were they, in, in, in complete testimony to Simon Whale, uh, what were those, were they uh, got... sloggins or snoggins? I don't know what he called them. Meggings. But No, they had penises okay. on them. Let's go oh. back. Yeah. Okay, so one of the things That's that you've just massive. implemented in your business is you're doing, is it daily training, weekly training? Yeah, so we've, We've um, changed one of our rooms at the office to have a bit of like a boardroom feel, TV on the wall, webcam, so if we want to do remote training, because in the past we've done remote training with uh, Tom Panos, um, once a month I check in with Josh Fegan, um, but also just watching videos, so if there's video content from maybe NAR, that kind of thing. Um, so. I just did our December meeting with all of our colleagues just to give them an update on the trading for the company, so the first 11 months, how that compares to the previous 11 months, um, to use as a bit of a benchmark, where we're heading to for 2020, what are the plans, which charity we're supporting, what are the new things that are coming out. But then we've got a date in the diary for each month for the next seven months as to when we're all getting together. So April, the date in April for the quarter one review, the date in July for the quarter one and two. But in between then, then we haven't scheduled anything yet, but yes, there will be other little mini training training bits. So do you share your P&L, your profit and loss yeah. with your team? Yeah. Now, we've been, I think all of us have been privy to, because obviously Sam, Mark, yourself, Stephen, we, we all are privy to 
the closed Facebook groups that talk about... Sir Christopher Watkin is watching. Yes, Mr. Christopher Watkin. Uh, Chris, why are you not here having beers with us? Um, on our Christmas, he's having his Christmas podcast. Um, <laughs> we'll see you in an hour, Chris. Yeah, he's over. Uh, Northampton's only what? It's 60s? 60, 60, 70 minutes Grantham. away? Not Northampton. Grantham. Grantham. Yeah. Grantham. What's that, 70 minutes? 60 minutes? 45 minutes. You'll be in bed yeah. by then. Right, yeah. come on, Chris. There's a beer on the... T- bar for you. There, um, would, there would be, but there's nothing in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> it's in ambulance. So, what does, what, what, what does it mean to you to take your staff on that journey? And what does it mean to you in terms of bottom line profit and productivity? Because as business owners, we've got lots of people that listen to the podcasts, both of us, that are both employees and employers. Mm. And there's a big divide, obviously, what does it mean to you as an employer? I don't think you can bring everyone on that journey unless you give them all the information. That, that's, that's my firm belief. And, and that way that everyone can share that same common goal, what you're trying to achieve. Okay. Um, and if costs are costs and you've got to achieve a certain amount of revenue in order to break even, then they get a better understanding of it. And if you need to go into intricate details as to what those costs are, then, then fair enough. Um, but some, some, and people genuinely appreciate to know and they find it interesting and, and it's good when you're on a good journey but it's also great when you're on a bad journey to, to make everyone realise this is why we need to pull our socks up. So yeah. the majority of ours was a really positive meeting but there are areas where we need to pull our socks up entering into 2020 but gen- when you look at our average fee in 2015 was 0.94%. And where is it now, Luke? 1.41. So you've really had well uh, a yeah. 0.5 increase in the fee. Yeah. And not asking you on a live cast what that means in terms of figurative value. But it's huge. It, it, it's, it's huge. Yeah. It's, a, it's a 50% but increase. But we've not just said, well, we're charging more. We've provided more value. Mm. We've but given what value have you given? We've given. So we've put more money in the back pocket, but we're also providing more added services that is actually attracting buyers so, so one example um, for a home for a home on west avenue that that we sold the buyer from that property saw the video tour that we did and that was a result and that then encouraged them to go and view the home okay when the profit loss doesn't work is when business owners earn too much money and yeah. they pay their team too little yeah you're right or, or you're in a position where and i've i've had this as an employee in australia and i've not being privy to P&Ls working as an employed agent here, but there is a sense of they fucking sit in their ivory tower and they yeah, do yeah, no yeah. work. They're not there on Saturdays. They're not making the phone calls. I'm making all the money for them. Like, Stephen, you and I were talking about values before and, like, I've, I've seen it go really right in when I was the employee and I've seen it go really wrong when I'm the employee and now I'm in a position where you can literally affect people's well-being financially and inside their own heads and the point you just made about bringing them in and saying, like, right, guys, this is a balance sheet. Mm. You know, this is why we've all got to work really hard because it's not that we're overspending or we're paying management or admin staff more than it is. It's the reality of whatever the market is. And we've got a choice, coming back to the terms we've talked about before, world-class agency about choices. We can all do, even if it's just 1% extra yeah. every day. And like we, <coughs> we talk to our guys about they've got to feel powerful to make decisions. They've got to feel safe that they've got a job and they've got to feel valued and the valued thing is us saying right 
this is what we make every month to from our bar that we have to run home session, which is how we make money. And if Andy comes along, we make some more money. I, 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 said, I said before, it's, if it's a buy, you'll make a ton. It's a, it's a really good month in December, right? December, like everyone's getting paid in December, you know? Uh, when you look at like August when everyone's on holidays, particularly in the city in Canary Wharf, it's not that great. But you show everyone, you're just like, this is why everyone is where we are and this is what we need to achieve and actually... This forms part A of our budget and part B of our budget from next year is the forecast, what we expect to get from everything we've done this year. Thank you, everyone who did the work. But we've got to hit these targets. And, and can I just say at this juncture, I am now... <laughs> this is not a paid plug, by the way. It's not a paid plug, but I am <laughs> now equal, equal, sev- uh, equal, equal seven or six. Equal seventh with Michelle Gallagher at JDG. And I know just by announcing this live on a Facebook, she's, gonna she's going to be smashing out 30 reports tonight well, she's to prob- put me firmly back in eighth she's place. She's not been in the bar since midday. She's probably done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. So, so I don't think it's a If we take um, location, location, so they just won the EA Agents of the Year, yeah. and they just won Negotiator um, Agents of the Year, and their business is built on training. Yeah. Um, and they're continuously training and self-improving their whole team. Yeah. Um, I mean, let, let's be fair, Stephen. Teams. There's some businesses, and, and Mark, there's some businesses out there at the moment that are thinking, fuck, ROPA, legislation, regulation, it's going to cost us £600 a year per employee to get them to level three. And there's other businesses out there thinking, £600 a year, fuck, that's half what I've been paying to train my staff at the moment. There is a big divide in the country about the investment in people, isn't there? Okay, so is there a surprise why the world-class agents are the ones are doing exceptionally well? Well, they generally have coaches, mentors, yeah. they're generally doing regular training, and we've said it before, yes, you can hire exceptional people like Mr Brown and there's others available, but... Oh, <laughs> but there's podcasts out there to encourage your team to listen to YouTube there's YouTube yeah. out YouTube. there so much free yeah. dude YouTube's so there's stuff out there, there guys when, when did you start the real the estate, there's, there's mean, the real estate gym there's the Josh Vegan membership yeah. that you can but share, that you can share if you started 20 years ago there were 15 <laughs> but, 30 books that you could have read yeah. it, you, but again you make a choice audio book I, I started in 1993 getting on the internet to look at all the YouTube or listen yeah, to but how to make wins and how to make friends and win and influence people was written in the 20s so that's no excuse you just again, made role a choice yeah. Role, yeah. role play so that was one of, the, one of the big wins from San Francisco and we talked about role play before and no one likes to do role play no. but their, their technique of suggesting look well why don't you do it where you're back to back so you can't see the person's reaction yeah, yeah. But he, he also said Bleeding don't call role play no Let's just talk to each other yeah. about this. It's and practice. But Everyone practice has to practice football. And we're supposed to be professionals. Yeah. And as Stephen mentions, we're selling someone's biggest tax-free asset. And yet, so we're putting in a really interesting position. And yet, a lot of the country and a lot that's of the agents are amateurs. Your ears must be burning. Oh, amateurs. We've just singing your praises. And they're amateurs. But you look at the likes of Leicester City. Their players train every day you're getting Leicester yeah, in here on a Christmas podcast so that's fucking low David Luke's Beckham team, David Beckham didn't just rock up yeah. and hit a fr- do you like the word rock up that's not straight David Beckham didn't just rock up and start hitting balls and hoping David Beckham didn't just rock up and fight on the ball practice 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 or kicking them 
But it's right, isn't it? You know, the, the role play, I, I must admit, we've talked about it probably all year now. We had a meeting in January, we said, right, we're going to do this, we're going to role yeah. play. And it's me that, you know, is massively uncomfortable about yeah. doing it. But actually, just that change in terminology, that yeah. maybe, it's practice. you know, next yeah. year As we'll just Thomas go says, you got to get People will sense from you that you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. If they ask you a question you've never been He's asked got, before, yeah. and you look like a deer in headlights. Yeah. So you've got to, and it's okay, meant go. to be hard. You have to look, we've got on each six other. really experienced agents around the table now. How many times? Where are they? <laughs> how, how many times have you I sat in a listing a presentation? That was Jerry and the guy with his coffee. Yeah. How many times have you sat in a listing presentation or spoken to a potential client that's thinking of selling that says they feel they've had a youthful or um, a, a young or an inexperienced negotiator talking from a script? Yeah. I think we've all had it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's it's about real life understanding, and I think it's about empathy as well. And there is one thing that we want to bring into the podcast because something that is with Home Search is Mental Health Monday. Hi, Richard. I hope you're here. Don't know why you're watching. Richard, come down, come down and join us, Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Taylor, aka Gareth Southgate, Gareth, is, is phoning. Phoning us now. One Gareth um, Southgate. There's only one. <laughs> Does he know Gareth where we Southgate. are? Yeah, um, we, well, he I'm knows sure where we are. He's worked it out. He's worked it out from the live, isn't he? But the, the, there's one. One Ollie James. Right, come on. There's but, one really important message I think in all of this, and it it is. I think we need to break that stereotypical myth that it's an easy job where we make a lot of money for doing very little. It's an incredibly stressful job. And it does play on mental health, and that's something that Home Search con- concentrate on quite quite seriously with Mental Health Monday. Um, there's been probably two or three other agents that have come out in the last two or three years that have mm. said, you know, it does play. Um, what's what's the story? What's the journey? And let's bring it out there for people. I don't know if it's a Home Search thing or if it's just me. Okay. Um, because we, I mean, we do it on a Monday as a business, but I'm forever talking about it. I guess it's just. I've been there. Like I've been the guy that, and we we we've talked about this before. Where Absolutely. when you're not processed, and you're, or if you're a new agent, and you just think it's like I'm just going to talk to like a hundred people, and I'm going to get some listings, and get some instructions, and then I'm going to sell them, and it'll be fine. Until you realise actually, you've got to be disciplined. You've got to process it out. This job makes you manic. You have the highest of highs. Like for me, there was nothing better than getting a, a listing agreement signed. You know, I love yeah. I love selling things because you got the person what you wanted. But I'm innately competitive, and I loved someone paying me more money to do the same job that someone else promised them they'd do for less. Yeah, it was that I went in there and I explained myself better, I communicated better, I asked better questions. And you talked about just to come back to a point that you made before, really quickly. Um, if you sound like you're scripted, it means that you've done too much talking. You know, your job as an estate agent is not to go in there and blurt out shit for half an hour or 45 minutes. Your job in there is to understand who you're in front of and ask the questions that matter to them so you can find out more. And everything they well, say, you're going to get... Yeah, they call so it's it not a listing agent, it's listening a listening agent. presentation. A listening, a listening agent. Listening. Generally, that's what it is. Like, yeah. my, my mentor, Martin Millard, probably watching this because he subscribes to your podcast. <laughs> He said to me, he goes, if you're ever in an appointment, you talk for longer than 30 seconds, get the fuck out of me. Generally, he's like, you should only ever talk for 30 seconds. Never anymore. That whole uh, listening and talking is 80-20. 
which is pro- probably why I, 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 I make up for it more on the podcast. But actually, when well, I'm in live, <laughs> not podcast. <laughs> the never call this guy when you're walking to a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> that was my tip to you earlier. <laughs> I didn't want to put you in it. <laughs> the, the the listing presentation is the listening presentation yeah. and it should be based on Prato's law 80% listening it, it, 20% problem, like, problem solving cliches and everything aside it just shows that you give like that you care sorry I was going to swear but I'm trying not to but go on right. do it Leave that. that Andy. that's, that's the whole the whole point of sitting across someone at their dining room table and this shows them we'll, we'll come give back, a fuck we'll, doesn't it we'll come back to mental health in a second but the fact that you're there letting them control the meeting even though as an agent and you're professional you're controlling it with the questions that you ask yeah but they walk out going, that person actually cared about me, so I'm, I'm willing to give them the key. It's not about I'm willing to give them 2%. It's not about I'm willing to put the signboard out the front and instruct them. I'm giving them the keys to my house and I'm not in the house. Two most like, there's such a level there of trust there. Is it's not the value and it's not the fee that you charge. But, but you have to be sincere. Yeah. You can't put on an act that you're listening to them and you don't care. Can you do but that? It does it, can care. anyone but do that? Some, some can, they're actors. Yeah. But, it doesn't, but it, doesn't, it doesn't start it's when you walk through the front door, does no. it? It starts with the team when they your, take the call. Your or database starts, is gold. You know, it starts with well, it starts when the they're social doing the media research on your website. They're seeing yeah. what you do in the community. They're what seeing, language do you have in your yeah, all, all of those things. If you're and foolish, there's a panel quote about the digital interview, is it? Digital, bit, yeah, the digital awesome. interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six months ahead. Google stalking. I think what's really important is, is something that Luke just said then. It's about the ease of the website as well, and it's about being that shop window. Because actually, I live in a, quite a multicultural society with a lot of uh, Eastern Europeans, but our failing is, in, in, in my humble opinion, not discrediting the company I work for, or, or is, it, is that our website doesn't translate into multiple languages but when it is very easy to do and it's a google translate and and it's an api and it's very it's very very easy but are we doing it uh tom panels chinese chinese buyers buyers asian buyers their website automatically and it might be broken english or pigeon english or pigeon australian but it doesn't matter because the ultimate <laughs> belief is that the they've tried. That's racist. Pigeon English. Good eyes, Warren. But it's it's the fact that the agent has made. You might as well just get a barbecue yeah. right? <laughs> and get a few well, shrimps. shrimps on the barbecue. We call prawns. Yeah. Prawns. Yeah. <laughs> is it prawn or shrimp? It's prawn. <laughs> No, it's, no, it's definitely shrimp. No, it's taking cheese off from Australia. No, it's it's shrimp. It's shrimp. It's shrimp. It's brizzy. It's shrimp in America when they're Australians. Oh, okay. All he needs is a can of Foster's. <laughs> I've never drunk Foster's. Castle Mike, Forex. Yeah, 100%. Forex bitter is like gauze beer. It's great. <laughs> we digress so, yes. again. So, look, if we were going to wrap, yeah. if, if we wrap this up, and we were going to wrap this up in one sentence, He's had a few Forexes in his team, hasn't he? He's had a sip Let's wrap it up very quickly. Your best thing from 2019 that has worked well in your business. So you've got time to think before we get to you. Well, to be fair... I'm so grateful. Honestly, mate, to be fair, it's going to look like it's scripted, but it genuinely isn't. Um. Sam Hunter, home search. <laughs> um, no. Wipe his nose. No. 
<laughs> no, genuinely, in all sincerity, um, for me... I didn't even buy him the beers. No. <laughs> mate, you're buying you Yeah, yeah, yeah you are, mate. Yeah. the rest of the night now. What's that envelope that's falling out? <laughs> your it's not brown. Everything's HMRC compliant. Stop rubbering no. that Sean Dingo Christmas card. <laughs> yeah. No, in, in all seriousness, what, there, there, there are two <laughs> massive standout things for me this year. First of all was very early on in the year, Troy Malcolm and the disc analysis on my team. <clears throat> And it was understanding that not all of my team are financially motivated. And it was understanding about how to push their buttons and how to get the best out of them. And that's an area that I feel I've failed in massively. Um, in terms of differentiation, I've been, um, and I know Luke, you've tried to get right move on the podcast and, and I'm not against right move I think it's a great platform but I think their best price guide is shit even the new one and home search for me has been a massive differentiator I've used it in a number of ways um off the negotiation right. etc sure. this is not a paid point the best learning from this year well <laughs> no brown packets but uh this podcast really the learning from this podcast. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's not so fucking scripted. Be real. Yeah. It's true. It's a good podcast. It's, it's what we, it's why it's we started it's out. It's so you guys asked agents. That's a good yeah. one. Well, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like EA podcasts. Yeah. Well, I was, I was going to go something similar. I would say self-development for me. And not just this year, probably back end of last year and into this year. And podcast has played a massive um, part of that. We had a discussion um, back end of last year. And when I started listening to your podcast and we were talking about the Troy Malcolm event, and I, my, our conversation was, I'm not going to pay to come to the event when there's so much free stuff that I don't feel that I've utilised now I feel that we have utilised that we're coming to the event next year but Good. it's been any tickets it's been yeah it's been a self-development journey but it's also been trying to take you know the team on that journey as well so we we, we sat down at the um, start of the year and we got into good habits we've since fallen out of those those good habits perhaps but we used to sit down and we used to share we called it podcast club like a book club but you know modern and people would listen to podcasts and they would stand up um, in front of the team and they would say right this is what I learned from, from, from my podcast and it was getting the whole team also involved in going on that self development journey so I feel like I've grown but the team have grown around us as well. Because you know the best thing there is that as an employer you're investing in their development in terms of giving them the base training with Troy Malcolm yeah. and such like but also you're encouraging the self-development there are some business owners out there that simply don't invest yeah. in the training and development and I think those are the agents that are going to get left behind they'll have failing offices they'll have too many you know well, they, won't, they, won't, offices they, they won't get regulated will they no, no we talked about they won't survive. you know they've, they've got to have the right culture you're not just going to sit down and do an exam and pass that exam straight away no. you've got to go on a journey of learning and that journey starts with you know Troy Mac Masterclass yeah. do you have to which is available in 2020 on the 4th and 5th of February I believe <laughs> um, do you have Stephen to how much are tickets do you have to mention Troy Malcolm Masterclass every podcast <laughs> is that one of the rules of podcast club not for yeah. me no. don't talk about podcast <laughs> I haven't said a word I haven't mentioned that Sam uh so I have, re I've, I've only ever been an estate agent. Before this, I got, I was working in a cinema. So I knew how to talk to people, and I learned how to talk to people. And this year has taught me how to become a business person. I thought you were quite handy with the torch earlier, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. That's a bit weird. I'm a little... yeah. <laughs> it's only what your brain makes of it. It's through the yeah. keeper for me. Yeah. Um, I've, I've just learned more about what is involved in running a business and profiling a business and marketing a business and bringing people into... In, in, this is, you made this point better than I ever could. Like you want to bring people into the inner circle so that they buy into why you do what you do. Like I, I think if you're at, at, at you want to create a family, don't you? You do, and and like it's cliche yeah, to say you spend more time with the people at work. Yeah. But again, I realised this year yeah. that the only people that think it's a shit cliche are the people that hate doing what they're doing every day yeah. because they just want to get yeah. out of there. Whereas yeah. the moment yeah. you have buy and you get to work every day and. Yeah. Maybe you have conflict and challenges, but you know you're all operating towards the same goal and you all want the same things and you're there to support each other. And if someone's working late, you'll be like, you know what, I'm here for you, man. I'm going to do yeah. this. So I've just learned so much Being about... happy, you were. Do you, know, do you remember Michelle saying, she, she once said that um, they had a meeting and they all sat down and said, if anyone's not happy working here, then I will help you write the CV so you can find another job and you'll be happy with that's, yeah. that's so famous, powerful that's that, I think. That's, did you remember that's, saying yeah. that at one yeah. of the meetings I, yeah. I can genuinely say when I walk into the office if I walk into the office early morning and I love opening the keys to the office I, I absolutely love my job and the doors well. <laughs> no, no, the alarm the keys he also works with his wife and his mum so he has to say that happiness in what you do whether you're a business owner or part of the team is paramount if you're not happy then you need to you can't be world class we're going back to that question you're not a tree okay so it comes back to choice yeah Happiness, going back to uh, mental health, about yeah, family, about yeah. relationships, about yeah. work, about everything. But you if know you're what? not happy, you've got to change. Yeah. I think all of this that we've discussed tonight boils down to one thing, and it can be summarised in one word. Beer. Culture. <laughs> not beer. No, culture. Culture. It's the culture Yoga. that you create. And you haven't culture. even let them say their piece yet. <laughs> Culture. No, we get used to can it. You don't, say, worry. don't worry about culture. We it's gonna work, it's gonna wrap it up now. Yeah. Culture can be defined by. Thank how you for listening to the podcast. Please share. The culture, I'm, re- I'm, yeah. I'm, re- I'm really grateful you two have come yeah. from Stoke today and from yeah. London. So thank you. Yeah. It's been a pleasure having you as guests. So Stephen, what do you feel? I've got yeah. nothing else to say. Thank you. <laughs> Luke. Yeah, we want to hear from you two. So you're not getting away with this. We actually did this on Friday. Um, so we did part of our uh, so when we did all of our company stats so we reflected on 2019 so in the morning I just happened to listen to a Josh Vegan thing again it gives lots of content out for free on video and podcasts and so and one of his things was the and it works alongside Peter Knight so what worked well and even better if so what worked well in 2019 for everyone on what we did and even better if and it was really good and and the idea is to, you to spoil, get... You spoiled my day for tomorrow now. Thank you. Oh, you just fucked Stephen's training. <laughs> Supplied um, all the content. But everyone... In, so in groups, so two or three in the room. So we, we broke the day into three sessions. So third came at each session. And we worked that out. <laughs> just, to be, just to be clear. Um, and we did a little mini session today for the ones that couldn't make it. But um, And they gave feedback on what worked well. So it gave them a chance to... And it was good to see some of the things that, that came out that they liked. So things like introducing the WhatsApp group. Yeah. But for me, it was the vendor reports, which was a Josh Vegan thing and getting that structure right and getting the layout working well, getting the template working well, and then getting that 
systemized into the business every day each vendor gets their vendor report on their activity for the week and every every day you every send day. them a weekly yeah so because yeah, it's the day on when, when you're instructed the, the day so. the day it was instructed upon creates their anniversary date okay so if they if it came to market on a monday then they'll get their report every monday so i built something within our crm that pulls all the information so the right moves stats the inquiries the offers the second inquiries that all that kind of jazz with our and then that gets pushed through to the negotiator by email, so they get a copy of it. It doesn't auto go to the vendor because we want mm. the negotiator to actually have a look at it, see, yeah. see what it's all about. Copy of it automatically goes against the property record uh, in their document because each property has its kind of document store, so it automatically goes in there anyway. And then we share it normally via the WhatsApp group. Cool, Stephen. Ask better questions. So the better questions you are, we'll open more doors to you. Um, and everybody talks about it's a challenging market, and I think it's all about being disruptive. I know you tried, tried your hardest with Jerry to try and get a market appraisal book with him. <laughs> yeah, uh, failed miserably. <laughs> failed miserably, but actually... Yeah, but it's asking, he asked the question. Exactly, yeah. if you don't ask, you don't get. And, but the um, thing is, Stephen, if you ask nine out of ten people that question, you're going to get a result. But that's, 50, but that's 50. the thing with prospect. If if everyone said yes, everyone would be doing it and it'd be easy. Exactly. That, that's the thing. And it's like the nightclubs, isn't it? I mean, oh, short, fat, bald. <laughs> you get nine slaps in the face and one lucky hit. Only it, nine. It's the nightclub. Only nine. Nine out of ten. That's a good going. I thought it was about twenty. But you work out your averages, and if it takes six phone calls to get someone to say yes, that they're happy to have yeah. an up-to-date figure then you know every six phone calls you're going to get a yes. I mean, how many, how many years have we been coming to Birmingham yeah. now? What, three, three four, value, four, four, four years? Give, give, give. So four years in Birmingham and it's become a regular thing. If we head out into Broad Street or we, we venture out of the hotel... Turn the camera on. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the Rocket Club or anything that could be associated with those who's... It's... Um, it, it's purely and simply, if we go in the hotel, we ask the questions. We have the we ask the question to the taxi driver, don't we? Or, you know, the the bar manager and that like. And how many times do we come back into Mastermind the next Sean's day and say, "Where the fuck are you <laughs> <laughs> How many times do we come back the next day and we've discovered a taxi driver that's part of a family that's got fifteen property portfolio in Birmingham? That, oh yeah, yeah, we make yeah. it a game, don't we? Yeah, it makes it easy. It makes it relaxed. Mm. And we have a laugh with them. But should it and not be that same conversational are, game in the everyday ethics of what we do in yeah, business? Cool, but those people cool are opening up. And it, and it works. That's the thing, it works. Yeah. Just by asking better questions, getting into the habit, being consistent, yeah. doing it on a daily basis, Listening you, 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 you will get results. So on and that by note... By practicing, sat, and perfect on, it. On, on that, that note, I sat in on tall, that um, I sat in tall orders in the town last week and had a coffee. And I was on my own. And a lady walked in and said, is the property market that bad? And I said, no, 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 it's, a, it's, it's all good. Anyway, five minutes later, we got chatting and I'm on an appraisal next week with her. That is communication, conversation, every day that can better your business, isn't it? And, and seeing and, that all the videos that you've done, she obviously... Yeah, because she obviously recognised you, yeah. Absolutely. That's the thing, she was more than so, everyone, mate. So, so it's, it's, not, it's not just the questions then and there, it's that digital interview, it's... it's we, we were saying over a wee before, it's been the same person in real life as you are on the internet, you know, and that's on. Seven touch points before. Well, here's yours. <sighs> right, great stuff, thank you very much. And now we end. <laughs> so, thank you. It's been a pleasure having you as guests. Well, thanks for having us.
been a pleasure being guests on your podcast. Whatever, <laughs> whatever way we look at it. So this collaboration you. has been a wonderful thing for a state agency. Thank you, World Class And agency. I'm the jam in the middle of the sandwich. I'm a guest on both. You're the <laughs> rose <laughs> between two thorns. The MVP. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Have a good night. And have a wonderful Christmas, and, everybody. Uh, thank you, everybody, Merry for Christmas. watching. Please Cheers. rate and review um, both um, podcasts. And both. share. And share. And also take a screenshot, put it on Instagram, put it on Facebook. Just well, everybody you can. But the last thing we need to do is wish you a very Merry Christmas and, and a Happy New Year. Thank you. Cheers, right. guys. Thank you. Just want to see if a bar's been restocked. <laughs>